When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 249. 249. Wow. That's all I have to say is wow. Um, anyway, before we get off to Rick and all the golden nuggets and his, his read and react and his new his, his practice planning and all that kind of stuff, let's do a big shout out to Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, the technology, the versatility. It can get whacked. It's in our main gym right now. It is so good. It will help you win more basketball games. Go over and check them out. Make sure you mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $300 off your next purchase. That seems like a pretty good gig to me. Um, also, make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Like I said in the last podcast, you know we're going through peaks and valleys. This is the time when you need resources, you need mentors, you need support, you need people to bounce ideas off of other than your own assistant coaches. And teachhoops.com is the answer for you. All right, let's head off to Rick and um, some more good golden nuggets. We would get into the read and react, and it would be become very like pass here. We're gonna what well, we'd slip, but whatever. So it's almost like you got to come up with call like this one. We're gonna work on a, a skip and a pin, or we're gonna work on. Yep. So what would you? What would be your priorities if you were doing that? Like, do you have three calls? Okay, three calls. These are these are pretty easy calls. Okay. Okay. Uh, and they're they're with the first. Three layers, right. okay. So, um, the first one is uh, I dribble at either wing, and that wing cuts. And if they're open, great, we'll give it to them. It's not false offense, okay. Right. But if we don't, we're not going to move the ball because that player is going to come turn around, come back, and post up. Okay. And the ball handler is going to feed them, and we're going to get into our Laker cut and fill along the perimeter. Okay. Okay. So th- there's one. Okay. Now, by the way, that's not as rote as you might think because you could dribble either way. You're not. So if your defense is. And there might be a different kid on the wing each time. 
That's right. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. <laughs> and if your defense is forcing you left, go left. Right. You don't have to go right. If they're forcing you right, go right. I mean, so okay. what? Okay. You got a decision there you can make. So it's not completely. Okay. Okay. Uh, that would be one. I really like that one. Okay. Now, uh, while we're dribbling at the wing, let's just go ahead and get another one. I dribble at either wing, and that wing cuts, and if they're not open, they post up. But you don't feed them. You okay. throw the ball back uphill. Well, it, it wouldn't matter which way you threw it. You could throw it to the corner. You could throw it back up top. doesn't matter, okay? Whoever's in the post screen, steps out and back screens for you because you have to cut. Mm, okay. So you autom automatically – You've, you've gotten a back screen in. And by the way, the kid who sets the back screen, the one that was in the post, they need to shape up and look for, yeah, three-point <laughs> or go rip right. and go one-on-one. No. But then you can play from there. So I'll tell you why I like those two together. Okay. As quick hitters. Because this is the only two situations there are when someone's in the post. Right. I'm going to make this really clear to my guys and my girls. Look, right. you either feed the post or you don't feed the post. What else can you do there? There's nothing right. else you There's can do. There's nothing else you can do. So okay. If we feed the post, we all know what we're doing. If we don't feed the post, we all know what we're doing. And everybody's still going to get a chance, you know. Like, if you're in the post and we don't feed you, don't worry. You're still going to get your chance because when I pass the ball uphill, you're going to back screen for me. And when I go by, you're going to be next. You're going to shape up and get your turn, you know? Right. Okay, what else? Got any other ones? Oh, yeah. If okay. you want to start with a pass and cut, uh, I would pass and cut and, and uh, uh, fill out away from the ball and set a pin screen and skip. Now, that way you've got a – and the pin screen would be by the opposite corner who would be filling up to the wing. Right. They'll just curl into the lane and set a pin screen on your defender. And what I really like about that is if you're playing a very good defensive team, okay, a very good defensive team, okay. the, the player who's cutting, his or her defender will not follow you out to the print. They'll, they'll turn around and they'll establish, you know, ball right. you man, helping yep. positions in the lane. And that's who we want to pin. You know, that's when a pin screen. So, pins and, and with this, so, so there's a couple of couple opponents, and I know I've asked, people have asked me this a lot. So let's say we're playing a really, really aggressive team. They're aggressive on the ball. They're literally, uh -huh. they know what gum you're chewing, if I can quote from Hoosier. Uh -huh. So like what it. would you do as a set against that to be able to get into the offense and get some looks? Okay, I would do a double dribble at right away okay and what is that so okay so so the so let's say the ball's in the middle of the floor it's coming across half line and you've got your two let's let's picture a five out set you got two okay. on the wing in the corner right yep the post is empty now you could do this if the post was say uh in a short corner you could okay. still do that if you okay. had or okay so um the ball handler, say, dribbles at the right wing. Okay? Okay, go ahead. Uh, you, you got me now. First, there's, there's going to be two scoring opportunities right here. 
The first one is if this is a high pressure team, the, the initial dribble at makes the wing cut, the lane is empty, you might hit that person for a layup, okay? If they're a super aggressive, you know, deny one pass away team, that is exactly what a dribble at is meant for, okay? okay. Yep. Now, by the way, the higher the pressure, the further away from the three-point line I'd be playing. In practice, I'd move my spots another giant step away from the three-point line. Okay. Oh, towards half court? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Because the the more aggressive these teams are, the more space you're going to have to cut and the the further you've got that you could beat them. Okay. Because a good team may be able to turn and deny you for one or two steps. But if they've got to keep up with you for five or six steps to get to the rim, they can't. The even if they're quick, out, even if they're quicker than you? And more athletic than you? Yeah, I mean, I don't think defense wins every time. Much like I don't think offense wins every right. time. Right, uh, Just Just because you're over the read line and you cut, that doesn't mean you're open all the time. Well, just because you're quicker than me doesn't mean you, I, I can't beat you in a race to the rim when you've got your back to it and I'm facing it, you know? So, so – Nothing works every time in basketball, right? right? No, I know. No, offense or defense. Right. That's, that, 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 I mean, that's the essence of reading red. That's why you've got to be able to go on to your next action. So, so I dribble at my right wing. Okay. If they're open, great, I hit them. Now, by the way, there's another opportunity right away is you might be able to draft that cutter. Just lean in and drive right off of their tail. Okay. Okay, so it's yep. a dribble at draft drive. Okay. Okay. Uh, if, if especially if you burn them one time with with a dribble at, yeah. right? Then you can take one dribble, and that your teammate starts cutting, and on your, your next dribble, you're already leaning in, turning the corner. Now, a lot of this depends on how the ball handler is being defended, obviously, right? Right. Okay. And the ball right, and the ball see. handler tends to be pressured really hard. Yeah, well, then, then I really like dribble at drive drives. Because okay. the closer the defender is to the ball handler, the, I think it's, the easier it is to kind of turn the corner and lean in and get okay. around them. You don't even need to get completely around them, Steve. Okay. Just get them on your side and lean into them. By the way, this leads to a great drill you should – kind of drill work you should do is – Put the defender on the side of the offensive player and tell both of them that they've got to lean in on and battle each other all the way to the rim for a layup. Now, I'm not looking for – I'm just looking for the ball handler to get used to the, the someone yes. on the side, you know? Yes. Yeah. And if so, you don't have to beat people clean. You just got to get them on your side to get them – all the way to, all and the I way do a drill on the, on the whole sideline of the court. So we use the court sideline, and we just – we're not even attacking the rim. I just want them to feel what that's like yeah. when they're on your hip a little bit. Because it's okay. Yeah, that's it's good. Okay. You're winning at that point. Yeah. yeah. That's, you're, boy, that's a great message to send them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't shy away from this. This is good. You've won if you can get them on your side there. Lean right. into them. And what would you do if you have what do you do any special other than a, a pin and a skip for shooters to kind of because 
as soon as some kids hit some threes, it seems like the read and react works better because the spacing works better. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, let me, I'll give you another quick hitter, but first let me finish the double dribble okay. at for a yes. high pressure team. All right. All right. I dribble at the right wing. Uh, the wing cuts not open and I don't draft them. Okay. Well, you got to, you failed, right? You got, so you got to turn around and face the top of the key. Right. All right. So this may be between your legs or around your back or a spin, but you got to be careful. You're being, you can't cross over right in front of your defender if they're high pressure, right? Right. But regardless, you get to that wing, you turn around and see somebody, the left wing is filling the top of the key. Right? Right. Yep. As, yep. as you leave it, as you leave the top of the key, they're filling the top of the key, right? Right. And so as you turn around to look at them, if this is a high pressure team, that defender is going to be out there thinking steal or deny. Yep. And this is why I say take him higher, higher, higher. I'd try to tag the jump center circle like right. As you can go, because then when the ball handler turns around and takes one dribble at you, just one dribble, that's your that's your signal to cut. And many times you'll have momentum. That left wing, if you can time it right, you know, fill fill high slowly, so that you're still moving toward the head of the key when the ball handler turns around. Now you've got a little momentum. Your defender's moving up and away. And then you plant, change speeds, change angles, and you've got a lot, a lot of, of real estate to beat them. Yeah. Now, okay. I'm actually not through right there. Because if that player's not open, the ball handler can draft that cutter too. And now they're going right down the gut, right down the highway, right, right down the middle of the floor, you know? Now, in that case that I was calling out, it's, It'd be with your left hand, you'd be leaning in and drafting that second cutter all the way, right? It's hard to teach drafting. It's hard to teach drafting. It is. It is. It is but, and everybody won't do it, but you're going to find one or two that just say, oh, man, this is how I sign my name to the game. This, is, this fits me. And, of course, every time somebody passes to you and cuts, you could draft them. Right. And, of course, every time you dribble at someone, you could draft. Okay. So, hey, now back to your next question, like great shooter, right? Right. I've done this in a number of scenarios. Uh, smart player, this one example I'm thinking of, very smart player and best three-point shooter on the team, happens to be their point guard. Their number one ball handler, right? Right. And they're coming down and getting rid of the ball, right? They're coming down and they're passing to the right or left. Eventually, eventually – they give it the ball. Even if it's a dribble ladder's line, they give it the ball, right? And they cut. And so this is really simple. As I said, look, once your feet get wet, once your feet hit the paint, if you hadn't gotten the ball back, I want you to back screen somebody that is one spot away from the ball. I don't want you going to the weak side. I don't want you to doing this, doing that. Now, Obviously, if you can set a pin screen for them, that'd be great. Yeah. But right. but I would uh, back screen somebody one spot away. Why? Because you're in the next action. You know, you're setting this pin, you're setting a back screen and immediately shaping up for the three-point shot. And uh, 
teams will they will default toward to stopping that backstream cutter from shooting a layup. It's like a dunk, you know. I mean, they, people don't want to get for some reason they don't want to get burned on that layup, and they'll leave your three point shooter shaping up. 100% of the time. So that's a good now, drill. I'm just thinking out loud. That's a good drill. Like, so here's my three shooters. We got to work on setting back screens one pass away and then yep. flaring out the, yeah. So they got to yeah. get used to that movement because that's a different yes. movement for shooters necessarily to set the pop. Yeah. And you're right. They got to work on their footwork. How do right. you shape up and get ready just to catch, step, and shoot, you know, or to catch and a hop and shoot? I mean, it's all shot preparation, you know. Right. You got to set the back screen, then take another step out, and then you've got a great podcast so far. Um, If you want more of these, go over and subscribe and like. Uh, Those reviews and stuff help me move up, allow me to convince my wife that I should keep doing this and lock myself in my office. That's the first thing. Second thing is, if you really want to help, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's a membership site for a basketball coach. It's something I started that I would have wanted. Um, as a young coach. So go over and check it out, teachhoops.com. And then you've got to kind of reverse pivot and have, you know, have, be an eager receiver with your hands right. ready. Right. And, and you, do, you don't want to catch and then pivot around and then look at the goal and then dip. But you, you're not going to be open. You know, it's right. all shot preparation. Yeah, and that's not a normal movement for someone that's a sh- former shooter. That's not right. necessarily a normal movement that you work on. Right. From, from the back screen part to the shot. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think that – yeah. go ahead. And then and then I'd also maybe, you know, they're, they're the ones you set up a quick hitter to set pin screens for them, you know. So they right. pass – this time you, you, you go to the weak side and we're going to set – I mean, I was watching a clip of uh, T.J. Rosine at Emmanuel College. T.J.'s and a great guy. Great guy. Anyway, uh, he's great I mean, guy. He's, he just gets more brilliant every year. I, I find myself. I'm surprised someone hasn't stolen. I'm surprised someone hasn't come and grabbed him. I'm telling oh, you. I, I, I'm totally surprised. I am. I, I'm, I, I'm surprised he's not already in the NBA. Forget right. it. I know. Division one, but, I know. But uh, every year he gets so much better in so many areas of coaching. I, I did these uh, two clinics this fall with him. It, we, we called him a two-man clinic. It was just me and him. We did it kind of last minute. You right. know, we did one in Nashville, one in Hilton Head. And I found myself – you know, I'm supposed to be kind of – we're supposed to be playing off each other, right? Right. So I'm listening to what he says, and then I'm, I'm – you know, how can I work that into the read and react, the next thing we're doing? And then he would take what I'm doing in read and react. He would enhance it. And blah, blah, blah. we're just kind of going back and forth like that. But more times than not, I just – I found myself just, like, taking notes and being in amazement at him going, oh, right. man, oh, I'm writing down – no. I know. And then it comes my time, and I'm going, oh, wait a minute, I, I'm not even prepared. I, <laughs> I, I want to talk about what TJ – What he just did. Yeah, I know. But, but anyway, anyway, I'm watching a game clip of, uh, of his team, and, and he's got this one really good three-point shooter that, that particular year. And uh, the kid cuts, goes through, and heads out to the weak side. It, this is not a call, by the way. This wasn't a call. They set double pin screen. Two offensive players on one on that on that shooter's defender. 
it was a double double really? pin screen for the shooter. Okay, that's how intentional they were at getting their best three point shooter. Um, you know, you don't, see, and you don't see that. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. no. I, but yeah, yeah, hey, this this is where the art of coaching the react comes in, where you can really look. Okay, we've got all the rules in. Okay, so we, we can now kind of flow from one action to another. I'm happy with the offense. You guys can create your own possessions. Okay, what's next? Well, let me tell you what's next. What's next is hiding our weaknesses and playing to our strengths. And who's the best three-point shooter here? Hey, whenever he fills out on weak side, we, we need to make his defender pay. We need right. double. I mean, and you just need to start emphasizing. Well, this. and the thing is, the way you're—I think the way you, part of coaching is selling too. Part of the yeah. way oh, yeah. you sell that. Okay, we're going to set this up. Here's our best reach point shooter. But when they start cheating, once he hits two, you're going to get a slip right to the basket and get a layup and a oh, dunk. I mean, and that's, that's the way you got to sell it. Sell it. Set. Do a couple of these pins, and then yep. you're going to get a dunk because yep. yeah, I'm, yeah, because <laughs> that slip's going to be there because they're going to cheat out. So it's you gotta it, almost be two steps ahead of the kids a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah. I I don't think that I've ever sold a pin screen, back screen, cross screen, invite screen, any screen. I've never sold a one of them as just being a good team player right. and getting this guy open. <laughs> right. I, I've said, look, this is how you're gonna score. They're they're gonna you're gonna legitimately try to get your teammate open. And and that teammate may score once or twice on this, but I'm telling you, we're going to teach you how to shape up and we're going to feed you the ball. You, you may be getting it after it. You may be slipping it ahead of time. Let's start working on your game, and it starts with you setting the pin screen. That's how you get open or any kind of screen. That's how you get open. Right. And, and you get more screens set that way, <laughs> you right? Do. You got to be a psychologist. All right, let's talk about your practicing. So – um, so here are the three things that people always talk to me about. The, All right. I swear to God, number one, no, the, and, and these are in no particular order. They ask me about how to deal with parents. They ask me <laughs> how to get my kids to play harder. And then, wow. and then it's practice planning. It is literally practice. That, that is the, that is the trifecta of coaches that I, at least in the last 10 years that I've, that people have been asking me questions. That's the trifecta three. So you've definitely hit on one of the three trifectas. Um, wow. Yeah. But go – I want you to explain because I'm, I'm only through like level – I have offense, defense, player, development, communication. But I've only gotten emails on the first couple so far. So, oh, really? Okay. So, so explain to me what it's doing, how it came about. I mean, it's, uh -huh. it's very intriguing. Okay. Hey, first let me say something about parents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I got a good suggestion for you. Have a sit down with all your kids, all your players, before your parent meeting at the beginning of the season, okay? Yep. And work out. This means you've got to have some courageous conversations, truthful conversations with every player in terms of their role. They must agree with you. This is not you dictating – this is, we've got to reach an agreement. This is how I see you. This is what you're going to do, okay? Have, it, have the players write it down. So when your parent, uh, when, when your team meeting with your parents are, are, uh, begins, every player stands up one at a time and says, 
in front of all the parents and theirs, hey, my name is Rick Torbett. I'm a 20-minute player. I'm a 20-point player. I get to go in when we're 20 points ahead or 20 points behind, you know, that kind of thing. And then the next player stands up and says, you know, I'm Joe Blow. I'm a senior, and I'm expected to score, you know, 15 points a game and get 10 rebounds. I'll probably play about 20 out of the 32 minutes, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they go around and get, suddenly the role is identified Right. The parents catch on that, oh, you mean my son's not going to be playing 32 minutes every game? And, and, and not only that, he or she doesn't expect it. It just – I think a lot of the problems come from uh, uh, wrong expectations on three different – you know, from three different parties, the coach, the parents, and the player. And if there's any way you can do that in a um, – a yep. genuine and, and uh, I and, and, and before we get into the practicing with roles yeah. I do two sets of roles I do beginning roles which would be that with the kid yeah. but I've never done it with the parent that's an interesting thing. and then I do a mid-season one where oh, that's awesome. oh yeah we do it right after Christmas and we type it up and everybody like I have my role and I type it all up and we hand it out and we talk about it and it's like they're in their lockers they take them home and have their parents and so here's like so even my assistant coaches, the, the managers, everybody, here's your role. This is what my role is. This is what your role is. So oh, cause it, right. it does shift. It does shift during the season. Oh, it changes. Um, that's why yeah. that's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It changes throughout the season. That would be really good. And Christmas is probably a good time. Yeah, it's about mid-season. It's about the right sport. All right, so tell me how this practicing came about. Okay. All right. Um, well, that has been – I don't get the same emails as you. So okay. the emails I get uh, are, I run out of time. I just don't have enough time. You know, and it usually starts like this. Uh, Rick, I'm, I've heard you say that we need to incorporate redirect into everything we do in practice. Otherwise, we don't get the, the amount of reps needed to, to master the system, you know. It, but – I need, my defense needs just as much work. And my, my fundamental skills from my players, you know. I mean, if, if I spent all of practice just shooting, dribbling, working one-on-one ball, it wouldn't be a wasted practice. It really wouldn't, you know. Right. I mean, and, but still, I still I need, as I mentioned those others, like we got to work on our communication, conditioning. Is a big right. – got to get conditioning in there somehow, you know. And then, see, I really believe on, on certain levels, players have not learned how to compete yet. I think it's part of sports that they've got to learn how to compete. Right. And yes. um, so the more competition you can, you can work into practice, the better it is for – I'm telling you, it's a, I think it's a generational thing too. Like, I don't know. We used to compete on when I grew up. We were competing yeah. on everything. Everything. Like, we played board <laughs> games. We play everything was a competition, and it's not. They they have they have their electronics and they compete, but it's yeah. not. It's like we'd go in the backyard and play flag football, or we'd yeah. be like everything was a competition when we were growing up. And I don't. Sure. I think I agree with that one thousand percent. I don't think it's the same <laughs> for this generation. Um, no. No. Right. I agree. I agree. We couldn't play board games in my house because no one would talk to each other for like a week, you know? (laughs) Well, the 
And, and look, I've tried to solve this problem in a number of ways. I think I've failed over the last eight years uh, ever since Reading Rack came out. I've been, I've said the following, but I've not been able to find the solution, okay? I've said right. the following now. And the following is, uh, and, you know, it's a quote from the New Testament that, uh, that uh, you know, the Pharisees were complaining to uh, Jesus about uh, his new way of uh, relating to God, the Father, you know? Right. And he said, and their, and their complaint was, well, look, you know, this is the way we've done it. This is the way we've already done it. Here's our, here's our rules. Here's our traditions. Here's the way we do and, and And Jesus says, well, I, I'm sorry, you can't put new wine into old wineskins. You can't sew a new patch of cloth onto an old garment because then when you wash it, the new, of course, will shrink. He didn't say this, but that's why, you know, the new will shrink and it'll tear away from the old garment. The old garment's already shrunk, you know. And he's saying, basically, look, you need a new container. You need a new, a new. Uh, like mechanism to do this. Mechanism. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. For, for a new paradigm. Okay. Right. Well. I've, I've said that, you know, and, but I've not come up with a solution. Well, I was playing around with this this year, did a lot of drill works. And, and, um, uh, when I was coming up with a lot of drills, I, I came up, I think, uh, since January, um, I created, uh, 114 new drills, 64, three player drills and 50 four and five player drills that have still yet to be released. They're going to be released here in about a, a week. Okay. Um, and as I was doing this drill work, Steve, um, uh, I, I, this is kind of how it started, you know, like I had five, I was doing a five player drill and I wanted everybody to get a shot. So I thought, well, why don't I make this a 10 player drill? I'll have, right. I'll have five players on the floor with one ball They'll do a certain action, and they'll score, right? But what that means is only one player will score. Right. Right? The other four are just standing, right? Okay, we're done, right? So I told, uh, the, there's, I told everybody to pair up. So let's say you got Team A and Team B. And this started like this. Team B is on the baseline, and there's, you know, each one of them has a basketball. Everybody on Team A and Team B, uh, they have a partner. For instance, Steve, you're on Team A. Right. I'm on Team B. I'm your partner. And okay. I, I started telling them, look, uh, you're training partners. Steve, you and I, we've got to train each other, okay? We're not going to switch around. It's going to be me and you, okay? Yeah. So your team, and this is how the fusion starts, your team, rehearses a certain action let's start let's start with something really simple okay pass and cut for a layup right so your team's just learning how to do this pass cut fill up fill out right yep. all that yep. they're learning the language layer 67 or whatever it is yes no, just, <laughs> right. just yeah, yeah. and you say i always tease you about your layers it's like oh my I know. cold sweat with all the layers go ahead hey it's got to be <laughs> measured numbered if you're going to teach it and transfer it and learn it yeah, that's the only reason. Okay, yes. uh, but uh, let's say you're doing that, and and you've told the team it's your team. You know, you're on the floor right now. Right. And and I and the coaches said, 
Steve, your team's going to rehearse this. And after three or four passes, I want you to hit somebody for a layup. Just learn how to do that. And it's not going to be scripted, right? I mean, right. you've done this. Yep. And, you know, yep. right? Yep. Okay. So, Steve, let's say, let's say you are the one that they pass it to and you score a layup, right? I'm your partner. I have a ball, right? Okay, now just hang on to this thought. Now, you've got your shot, so I'm not going to throw you my ball because you got your shot. But your four teammates now are going to get their shot because their their partners on the baseline on my team are going to call out their name, and they're going to throw them a pass. They're going to do a defensive closeout. Okay, so we can work on defensive closeouts. This is good for uh, – we can't right. do enough of that. And let's just start with catching and shooting. All four of your teammates, wherever they are, are going to catch and shoot with a closeout defender coming on them, right? Okay. Are we good so yep. far? Yep. Right now, just hang on to this. Picture this. You've still got your ball because you shot a layup and pulled it out of the net, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I've still got a ball because I didn't pass to you. You got your shot. But for those eight others, the players on your team all took a shot, and they let's say they all went and rebounded their own shot, right? Right. Now, Steve, your whole team has a ball, right? Right. My team, my four teammates do not have a ball, but I do. Right. So we immediately go to offense. And I'm the one who starts the next possession because I've got a ball. Now, Steve, you and your guys are on the baseline each with a ball. And we're, we've just flipped offense to defense. defense. And now it's randomized because we don't know who's going to score. Right. Which the positionlessness of, of – of reading and So I get to start the same rehearsal, and blah, 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 blah. And let's say one of my teammates uh, scores, not me. Right. Well, immediately, Steve, you're calling my name. Immediately, I'm calling your name. Steve, 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 right over here. I'm moving, maybe moving to get a better angle, you know, to get your pass. And you throw and you close out on me, and I catch and shoot. Maybe you, maybe coach is teaching how to check out that type of thing. You can't do enough of that, right? Right. And then immediately we've switched because as soon as you've closed out on me and I've taken my shot, you stay, you're on offense. I go rebound, take my ball, get on the baseline. baseline. And now Steve, what I found, I was doing this as a drill for one of my drill things. Right. And I thought, wait a minute. Now did the, the player said to me, well, coach, when do we stop? Because this, once you start this, this just keeps it's going forever. Yeah. And I got to thinking, man, you mean I don't have to micromanage this and start and stop it? I could just let this go. Now that I've got them started, I could go stand over here and take my notepad, watch the big action, you right. know, start correcting and tweaking things and talking to players on on in every area, I, I could be talking to players about what they're doing on their offense. I could be talking to the players who are closing out. Look, that's not how we close out. Look, right. I need you to close out shorter, longer, hands up. This is how you check out. I could be talking uh, to 
just the player development side of this. Okay, okay, guys, okay, girls. Instead of catching and shooting, I want you to do what Coach Collins said a moment ago. I, I want you to pass, go close out, get on the side of them, okay, and give them pressure. Hi, Coach. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for, for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial as it lasts. Not sure how long that trial is going to stay. Um, resources, community, you name it. If you're struggling, I know this time of year we all kind of struggle with, with keeping it focused and all that kind of stuff. It is a great community. You might not have time to walk to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of video, but you will have time to jump in our communities to get help from other coaches. And then in the off season, you can, you can dive in. That's what I do, dive into all those resources and stuff. So go over and check out teachus.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, make sure you subscribe and like, leave a review. We would really appreciate that. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.